0: Tonight, my prayer to be blessed to you guys, as you are a blessing and your pastor a blessing to me and my wife. I want to share my heart with you about the gospel. It's all about the gospel at the end of the day. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1. A lot of people say, what is the gospel? What about the gospel? Some people take it seriously. Some people take it lightly. But thank you. You are in this church. Take the, the gospel seriously. And you support the missionary around the world for the sake of the gospel. Paul said, he's given us definition of what the gospel is. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel Which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day, according to the scripture. And that he was seen of Cephas, and then of the twelve. Uh, the gospel is, glad, tidings, the good news. And then Paul said, I preach unto you the gospel that you have received. And that because of the gospel, you are saved. And, uh, and he said, in a nutshell, the gospel is, That Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture. And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scripture. It's simple. Christ died for our sins. By believing in him, you'll have eternal life. A lot of people put words, more words to the gospel. A lot of people uh, added things to the gospel. The gospel plus work, or the gospel plus baptism, the gospel plus, plus, plus. If it's not the gospel that you believe in, it's not the gospel. It's not the gospel that Paul preached about. It's not the gospel that Jesus talked about. Uh, It was introduced in the New Testament by the angel. Uh, He told, they told uh, the shepherd, Fear not, behold, I bring to you good tidings, and great joy, which shall be to all people. Good tidings and great joy. Always good tidings comes with great joy because Jesus died for our sins. And uh, uh, what happened is, the beginning of Jesus' ministry, the first word he said, he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. It's always about the gospel. The first word that came from out of his mouth in the beginning of this ministry, he said the gospel. Guess what? At the end of his ministry, what he said? In the fourth gospel, he said, go into all the world. He didn't, he didn't preach. He didn't say go and win arguments. He didn't say go and bring logic, even though sometimes it works. But he said, go and preach the gospel. He said, to, to all the people, to all around there, from all ethnic group, according to what Mark said, to all nations, according to all, to all ethnic group. And between what he said in the beginning of his ministry, to the last word in his end of his ministry, he lived the gospel and he went from town to another town to another town to another town to preach the gospel of the good news. He he healed the people and also preached to them the gospel. Uh, Jesus' last word also in the book of Acts. The disciple told him, uh, when you're going to give the kingdom to Israel? Can you tell us when you're coming back and put the time? He said, You guys have a throng. There is a time in, in my in my father's house, always there is a time. But I have I have commission for you. He said, You're gonna be my witness here in Jerusalem, to Samaria, to Judea, and to all the earth to preach the gospel. And with that in mind, he said, You guys. Your focus is supposed to be on the gospel, not on other things. And what it looks like in Acts, and uh, Peter took it, the gospel seriously. And he preached the gospel in the day of the Pentecost. And 3,000 people were saved. And, uh, and he went also, Philip went to Samaria. And uh, he preached the gospel. And there was a revival in Samaria that took place. And people were getting saved, and the power of God was manifested, proven that the gospel message is right. And they asked for Paul and Peter to uh, for uh, John and uh, and Peter to come down, and the Holy Ghost came down, and it was a great joy in that city because the gospel was preached. Folks, anytime you go and preach the gospel that Jesus told them, those people will get saved. When and how, how many? I don't know. But if the gospel message is a truth, it's a fruit. Uh, and um, after Samaria, the disciple Paul came. When Paul came, he changed the whole dynamic of the gospel and he went to all the ancient world. And uh, in Romans, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for salvation. He was bold, he was not ashamed. Of telling the gospel, he was committed to the gospel. Not just committed, he was determined. He was not afraid to die. He didn't care about about his life, whether he died or not. He said, "I want my Christ to be glorified, and my life is will be given to the gospel's sake." So he, Paul, he, he, his agenda was to go and preach the gospel to the Gentiles. He went to the big cities. When he went to the big cities, he went to the synagogues when he preached at the synagogue some of the jews accepted others didn't accept it others create problems for him and what happened is the God, the people throw stone him from uh, out of the city and uh, as a result churches was started in every city and he was thrown from city to city maybe if you met paul after was thrown from one at the end from a city to a city, He said Paul. What are you going to do now? Do you take vacation now, or you want to call it a quit, or you want to just spend some time to lick your wounds? He said, I must go to the other city. Don't you need rest? I don't need rest. He said, I must preach the gospel. I must make Jesus Christ known to all the people in here. And he went to other city, and the same scenario happened. He goes from one city to one city to one city, preaching the gospel. And church has being started. And the whole the New Testament was built on his shoulder because he's committed to the gospel. Folks, it's about the gospel at the end of the day. Do you know it's, it's the gospel synonymous with the, with the Jesus and the word of God? When they went and start, sometimes they teach him about Jesus. He said, uh, and start telling him about Jesus. Sometimes they say, evangelize him with the word of God. The Gospel, Jesus, the Word of God, it's all in the same categories. It's all about the Gospel. And throughout the, the ages, you see the Gospel was effective in every town. And people took it seriously. And many people were saved around the world. David Levinson, the great missionary. He grew hearing Robert Moffat preaching. And Robert Moffat, he said those words do not sit down in a lazy contentment do not choose an old station push on the vast in that direction on a clear morning i've seen the smoke of thousand village there are missionary there are no there is no missionary have ever been there sir it's you it's your field do you see my friend god looked down for from his throne. And he see. their smoke. Those words. Did something in David Livingston's heart. And he went to Africa. And he went from town. To another place. To another place. He opened Africa for Christ. Because. Something was burned in his heart. Toward the gospel. Like the apostle Paul. At the end of his life. Almost at the end of his life. His wife got sick in Africa. And. Um, they agreed to go back to England for to get better. And he said, I will follow you later. In a few years, uh, he followed her. And uh, the queen came and did a lot of celebration for him. Many universities did for him. And when his wife saw him, she didn't believe what she saw. His shoulder was bitten by a lion. His eye was plucked by a branch, tree branch. And uh, some of the friends, some of the people... They told him, uh, what don't you call it now, retire here and try to recruit missionaries to go to Africa. He told them those words. The smoke of thousand Village burned deep within my heart. It's the gospel. David Livingston went back to Africa and he died there while he was praying. And he died for the sake of the gospel. The gospel, a message worth living. And worth dying for. Uh, What about the Islamic field? You say the last 1400 years was almost no gospel. Few people got saved. Few people, if any, that we know about at least, that uh, there is a book called A Wind in the House of Islam. A Wind in the House of Islam was written by David Garrison. He took notice that it was a movement taking place in the House of Islam. And what he did, he went all over the Muslim world from the Middle East, from North Africa, from South Asia, from all the Muslim world. And he started noticing that some people get getting saved from the Muslim world. It was not happening 15 years or 20 years or 50 years ago. He said, there's something going on. And he, start, he put a survey with a question, how you got saved, what things that added for you to know Jesus. And he noticed there's some comment between all of them. Some of them, they saw dreams. Some of them, uh, they were praying for miracles, and God did a miracle through them to show that the message of the gospel was true. Some of them that saw that uh, uh, a verse from the Bible was in their dreams, and uh, they were saved. And uh, he saw the commitment of those people, and uh, they were persecuted. They were, some of them were burned, some of them were killed, the family were uh, persecuted. He said, why you do this? He said, what I'm going to do with Jesus, what I'm going to do with the gospel that burned within my heart. Folks, at the end of the day, it's about the gospel. It's not about me and you, it's not about anything else, it's about the gospel. A, a message worth living, a message worth dying for. It's the gospel. What are we doing for the gospel? And um, going to the Middle East, we know there's almost a revival. Uh, I remember when we went, I went to Turkey uh, in 2015, when the war between Iraq and Syria, ISIS took lo- large portion between Iraq and between Syria, and there were Succeeding day by day in getting more land. And uh, we, I went to southern Turkey and we saw Kobani, the city in Syria. It's next to the Syrian border, uh, to the Turkish border. And you can sit in the Turkish border and you see like fireworks. The, uh, the plane of the allies were trying to push ISIS back. And uh, a lot of Kurds came from Kobani and came to uh, to Turkey. About 6,000 camps, 6,000 tents in one camp. That is one Iranian brother. He said, Tony, you speak Arabic. And since you speak Arabic, I don't don't need your help to come to give them food. All what I want you to do, just go from one camp to another tent and tell them about the gospel. And that's what I did. Amazingly. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe my ears what I'm hearing. Why you want to leave Islam? He said, "ISIS are Muslim. We're Muslim, and they're killing us. You're Christian, and we are Muslim, and you're helping us. That means this is the right religion. This is the wrong religion." Nobody told them anything. I'm getting used here in ministering to Muslims in the United States. You go to argument for three, four hours, and then nothing happens. I'm getting used to. Sometimes you go to George Mason University, talk to students, and uh, sometimes digging through the rock. Every once in a while, the Lord blesses, will somebody gets saved. There. You just need to gather people more than anything. I remember one story. Uh, there is one man, young man. He's about 22 years old. He said, uh, I want to become a Christian. I said, why do you want to become a Christian? He said, I don't know, but I want, I, I want to know more about Jesus. So I took him on the side. We we'll started talking and explained the gospel, explained Christianity to him. I don't want to just believe anything. I want him to, be, to believe the right gospel, the right words, why he needs to believe to make long story short, he prayed with me and accepted Christ. After a few days, he was sitting in the tent in the camps. He just putting his hand on his head and just looks like the world is crumbling on his head. I said, what's wrong? He said, uh, I told you when I, uh, my fiance is not a Christian and I want to marry another. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I want to marry her or not because as soon as, He said that nobody told him about fiancé. Nobody told him anything. The Holy Spirit started working in his heart. And he said, Since I prayed with you, everything went wrong. I said, that's normal. Because uh, it happened like this. Because the devil doesn't want you to believe. And uh, what happened? He said, ISIS came to my house, which is um, uh, a new house in Kobani in Syria. And they burned the house. And they burned everything. And my fiancé, when she knew that, uh, she said, I'm not going to marry you anymore. Uh, I don't know if I want to continue with this. I said, didn't you pray that you were asking question about your fiance, if she wants to be Christian or not? The Lord answered your prayers. I find about it that uh, uh, he, he joined a church, and now he is a great member in it, a church. Uh, the Lord is doing this work. Nobody's doing this work. The Lord is say, doing the saving himself. And when you see people that uh, been in darkness and all of a sudden their heart is open, it just, it just dawned on me that uh, it's his work. Uh, Sometimes the devil made us believe that the Muslim will never get saved. Uh, Sometimes we tend to believe that uh, Muslim equal to terrorists. And you find out they're good people. Most of them they're loving people, they want to lead a good life. Of course, there's some, they're not, but they're not the majority, they're the minority. They're lost, and they need Christ. And God is working among them. And because of that, thank you for being involved in reaching out to the Muslims, reaching out to the whole world, including the Muslims. Um, the great missionary to the Egypt, he said one time in, in 1920, Uh, He said, the church thought the Great Commission did not apply for Muslims because they went all over the world except Islam. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that a revival will take place in in, in the Middle East, in the the house of Islam. There is a wind coming to the house of Islam. And that wind is the wind of the Holy Spirit that convicting people of their sin so they could come getting saved. Uh, I'm I'm grateful for the work in Lebanon. We're going to see a video in a little bit. And you're going to find that video that uh, it's God's work. Nobody's doing the work. He's just watching God's work. And, and that's amazingly how God is just gathering the people to build his church, to build his people. Again, if a life is spent just telling the people about the gospel, it's well spent. And, uh, it's, it, it, and it's my responsibility and your responsibility. It doesn't matter who we are. Just... To carry the gospel. Sometimes we know information in the United States. Lots of information. Sometimes the information can. Make some puffed up sometimes. But my prayer to you. And to me. It's not the information that we know. The information that we, that we don't know. The information that we know. That the Holy Spirit. Make it burn. The, the smoke of thousand village, villages. To burn deep deep within my heart. That a life will spend it. Just to tell people about Christ. To tell my family about Christ. To tell others about Christ. To tell the whole world about Christ. And some will be saved. I imagine one day some people will be in heaven. Because of you reach out to them. Uh, and um, we used to go, because of COVID, we stopped. There is Iranian festivals just in, uh, in Manassas comes here. And uh, about twenty to 30,000 Iranian comes. They just stand outside with a team and start giving out the gospel of John, uh, gospel material, and t- over four or 5,000, and one day uh, we give them out. One day I said, I don't know if that's working. I don't see anybody getting saved. Maybe I need to quit to doing that. After a couple months, and the Lord encouraged us and to tell us, what you're doing, I'm doing, not you. And a lady came to our church, and she was asked, where's Tony Garib? I said, I am. He said, uh, I know you're the one who uh, take team, go to, uh, to the park and give out Gospel of John. And I took Gospel of John, and I took Jesus film, and I got saved because of that. And I gave it to my brother. He also got saved. In fact, last week I got baptized also. You see, you don't have to do anything. All that you have to do is just be there. Lord, use what I'm doing. With your grace, with with, with your Holy Spirit, so some people, you place the material in their hand, somebody will get saved. How? It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not my work. It's not your work. And thank God, God is faithful to bring people to salvation. Because go into all the world and preach the gospel to all people. Folks, my prayer to you and to me, that each day I live according to the eternity. One day I'm going to die, you're going to die. He's going to tell me how many people you. He doesn't tell me how big your house, how big your car. How many people you want to Christ. How many you gave an effort. Each time I'm successful, if, if the people get saved or not, you give them Bible track. I cannot save them, and no one can save them. The Holy Spirit can save them. But at least I could place the material, the gospel material in their hands. So when the, the Lord is working in their heart, they could get saved. My prayer to you and to me. The smoke of thousand villages burned deep within our hearts.